0: Government 180 class at Sacramento State University. I am Misty Harrelson, and this is Jailbreak the High Cost of Justice. As citizens prepare to cast their vote in the upcoming November elections, Attention is being directed toward the ongoing problems Californians are facing in regards to the current judicial system. Prison overcrowding, inmate living conditions, and the high rate of recidivism have led many residents to wonder if the funding allocated to the current system is actually working in behalf of public safety or against it. The need for reform is evident, and today we will be examining some of the facts surrounding the issue. So first off today let's talk about the issue of overcrowding within our prison system. Right now there are a total of 35 prison facilities within the state which house about 1,500 inmates making California the state with the second highest incarceration rate in the nation. The United States in general has the highest incarceration rate in the world but even when we narrow our focus strictly upon the Golden State we have a rate of 581 inmates for every 100,000 people. To put that into perspective, our incarceration rate is more than the rate of the entire nation of Canada, the UK, France, Italy, Norway, and Iceland combined, just from our state alone. In 2009, a Supreme Court ruling in a case known as Plata v. Brown formally addressed the issue by ruling that California prison populations could not exceed 137.5% of the facility's original design capacity. For example, if a prison was built to house 10,000 inmates, it could not have more than 13,750 individuals. So, how are we doing? As of April 2020, 32 of the 35 state-run prisons have an incarcerated population above their original design capacity, and 10 of those are in violation of the Plata v. Brown's 137.5 limit. So, too many prisoners, not enough facilities. And then there is the financial burden of housing and caring for these inmates that the California taxpayer must bear. Currently, it costs about $81,000 a year for each individual inmate, a cost that has increased by 58% in the last decade. It is the fourth largest slice of the state budget pie, only behind education and health and human services. Most of that money goes to pay for the security that's needed to run the facilities and for the prisoner's health care leaving little money allocated to other, very essential needs. Now, prison isn't supposed to be comfy, but it should be humane and safe. But overcrowding and limited funding have led to just the opposite. The cost of overdue maintenance on deteriorating prison facilities is estimated at $1 billion, with leaking roofs and dangerous visible mold being only some of the problems. A recent lawsuit, which was filed by Robert Ascarino in 2019, claimed that the state isn't moving fast enough to complete the essential repairs that it promised to do, and is essentially endangering the health of the inmates who are forced to live in substandard conditions. The lawsuit describes such things as bird excrement layered on the walls of the dining halls, and mice and maggots falling from rotting ceiling tiles onto the dining tables and into food. Leaking roofs cause electrical shorts, mold, and compromise fire detection and suppression systems. Governor Newsom has allocated money for two more prison roofs to be replaced this year, but that still leaves 18 facilities who have roofs that are damaged and in desperate need to be replaced and the inmates housed within them are simply forced to endure the subsequent conditions. The inmate who testified about the mice and the maggot that dropped into his food was simply told by a guard to choose another table. Nutrition and food quality are also issues that are affected by budget constraints. Food service is typically privatized to profit-making companies who strive to meet basic nutritional needs for the lowest cost per serving. In California prisons, the magic number is $1.10. That is how much is allocated per prisoner for each meal. Now, most of us may never have experienced the horror of a $1.10 prison meal, but we all have experienced the terrors of school lunches, and they are allocated $1.70 to seventy to three twenty a meal. So how can they possibly be providing healthy, nutritious, and palatable meals for so cheap? The answer is, they aren't. Prisoners report that the approved menus that are posted are changed in order to substitute items that lower the nutritional value and palatability of the meal. Caloric requirements are met by adding cheap, high-calorie foods such as margarine and energy drinks in place of healthier, more substantial ingredients. The quality of the food provided is poor at best as processed foods tend to be favored due to budget constraints and fresh fruit and vegetables are difficult to come by. Prisoners can supplement their diets by purchasing items from the commissary, but most of what is offered is snack food and comparatively expensive. Especially when you consider that the average inmate makes less than a dollar fifty a day in wages. Needless to say, poor, unsatisfying diets lead to numerous health and morale issues, all of which are reflected back in increased care costs to the taxpayer. Their burdens. The cost of justice is high—a price many would happily pay for the security of their communities. But is it worth it? Or are we just propping up a system that satisfies no one? Join me next time as we discuss some possible solutions to these issues and the impact that it might have on California.